Hey guys, welcome back to Movie Sim Podcast. I'm Summer. And I'm Lynn. And this is our 10th episode. Hey. <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about a bit more serious of a topic. Today we will be talking about body image. So before we dive into this topic, we wanted to give a trigger warning because we're going to be talking about some things that, well, we might be talking about eating disorders and what else (laughs) I don't remember just like a body image and yeah eating disorders and if you know you're not comfortable with that kind of talk or it's you know not a great subject for you to uh, get into you know don't worry about it we understand we're not going to force you to listen to this episode (laughs) yeah obviously yeah (laughs) so if you don't want to Totally understandable. And we'll see you next week. Yeah, we'll see you next week. <laughs> um, we just said this would be a good follow-up to our last episode, which was about food and drinks. That one was a bit more lighthearted, but this one we wanted to get a bit more serious because we have some thoughts about <laughs> body image, specifically in in Asia, but we're going to also talk about body image in America as well. Mm-hmm. So I guess we should first start off with what the ideal body type or what the ideal body image is for a woman in Asia. Yeah, I mean, and we say Asia because the trend kind of seems to be generally the same across, especially at least from, we talked about it a little bit before, with Japanese and Vietnamese women. Generally, it's ideal to be like very small and very thin, right? Mm-hmm. There's not really an emphasis on having, how do I say this, on having boobs or a butt. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, it's basically you want to be pretty thin. I would almost say frail. Yeah, I would say like petite. Yeah, that's a better word. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure there are some who prefer the term frail, I guess. Yeah, I think it has to do with being, like, you know, petite and feminine. Mm -hmm. Because it's still very, uh, I feel like the gender rules there are still very, you know, intact. So the idea is, like, and it's kind of weird because it's not even, like, be healthy and thin, right? Yeah. It's just be thin. Yep. No matter how you get there. Which, like, I remember learning from some people I knew before back in undergrad and you know how like here in the U.S. we talk about not that much about being healthy about eating disorders and stuff like that and like getting help if you have an ED Mm -hmm. but like I remember learning from some people that that's not really a thing over there it's like some people do it because you need to get skinny to be pretty and stuff and then they just like you know bingey or don't eat at all and stuff or do weird diets not to say that people here don't also do that but I feel like there's a little bit more of a public discourse about Mm -hmm. how that's not very healthy but over there like people don't really talk about that and they're just like you know you have to be this way or you're just like ugly yeah or you're not going to attract anyone basically yeah Another thing I also wanted to mention, I wasn't sure what the, like, skin tone preferences in Vietnam. Light. But I know, (laughs) okay, well, okay, so it's the same. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, then I can say that, yeah, it's, from what I've seen, it seems like the ideal skin tone 
as well is very, very pale. Mm-hmm. Not everyone is very pale. Yeah, and then they do really scary stuff like bleaching your skin to try to get that way. Yeah, I would say, okay, for the most part, I've seen people in Japan, most of them are very pale anyway, but mm-hmm. I think I've spoken about this before, but not everyone is. Like, my grandfather was very, he was very, very tan. Mm-hmm. So not everyone is like that, and it's not okay to... This is tough. It's not... It can really hurt somebody if they can't live up to that standard. Mm-hmm. And then like Lynn said, they do harmful things to themselves to become that ideal, air quotes, body type or skin tone or, you know, it's not, it's not good. Yeah, a lot of people will like use products like skin bleach or papaya soap or just like creams that have like a white cast on them and just use that too to like make them look lighter Mm. which is like but you don't know what's in a lot of those you know like yeah they could be seriously damaging your skin and like you know having chemicals seep through your skin but the problem with that is just because you know the standard is like you have to be this way or you're just you know like you said you're not going to attract anybody Like, you're just ugly and, you know, it's kind of hard to wrap your mind around it because here, I feel like we're kind of exposed to the idea that, like, you know, you're beautiful the way you are. Yeah. With respect to skin tone and Mm -hmm. uh, certain features and stuff like that. But it's, like, so, it's pretty common to get minor plastic surgery done in Asia, too. Yeah. And stuff like that. So it's like, it's hard if you're not exposed to how that culture is to kind of understand the pressure to go through those things. So I kind of, I understand why people do those things. I'm not saying it's good, but like the societal pressure for those things is very different than here. Yeah. Although there is a lot of societal pressure here too. Yeah. But they're in like different, it's different though. It's like different ways and different areas like different areas of beauty yeah that they pressure I feel like it's very different because there it's like there's one body type that looks good to them yeah right there's one body type one type of nose one type of eyes but here it's like okay you can be thin not be pretty no matter what but like that's generally seen as better but yeah you can still you can be curvy but you have to be the right kind of curvy So they say that there's different things that are beautiful, but you still have to kind of fit into that stereotypical, like, oh, thin model type. Or like, if you're curvy, you have to look like you have to be curvy in a specific way. Mm -hmm. You know, it's yeah, it's just a different kind of standard. Yeah, it's I mean, it's tough to see anybody harm themselves or hurt themselves to fit a certain like body type or ideal when like it just looks unhealthy for them Mm -hmm. like I've seen so many times in Japan where a girl just looks so unhealthily like thin like she looks like she is not getting proper nutrition Mm -hmm. but that's like the body type that is like idolized yeah and I I think there's a difference between just being quote-unquote naturally thin and then like trying to attain something like you were saying where someone looks like they're not getting enough nutrition you know yeah because I've heard a lot of people say that like a lot of 
Asians. So like this only applies to like what we know about Asian and like Asian society and stuff. Yeah. We can't speak on other cultures because obviously we don't know as much about those cultures. I know for at least Vietnamese culture, my mom and just like Vietnamese kind of adults compared like adults as in compared to our age so people who are like in their 50s and 60s and stuff Mm -hmm. especially ones that live here they're like oh we eat so healthy in Vietnam and that's why no one there is fat so they think because the way Vietnamese food is um I kind of touched on it last episode you know they're very proud of it being a lot of vegetables and not and like healthy quote-unquote healthy amounts of everything and they're like, oh, we eat a lot, but it's because it's a lot of vegetables and it's healthy that everyone's so skinny. So I think it's not just halfies, but people who have parents, for Vietnamese, at least, Vietnamese parents, like, even if you're not half, they, you know, will call you fat if you're not thin like they were or are. And they kind of attribute it to like, oh, Americans eat so unhealthy. We eat so healthy in Vietnam and like Vietnamese food is so much healthier. But I don't know. I And I think that that hurts people a lot when they just like call their children fat <laughs> mm-hmm. because they mean it in a derogatory way. Like they're calling them fat to not to hurt them, but because they want them to be look thinner. a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. Be thinner, look a certain way. And it's hard to live here in that way where your parents are telling you that, you know, you're fat, but then people are trying to tell you like, especially like your friends will be like, oh, you're not fat, you know? Yeah. It's, it's weird to live in that. Cause I, I had a, especially when I was younger, a lot, at least in my family, I'm just putting it out there that I'm not like obese. I'm honestly, I'm like chubby, you know, but I'm not like overly obese or anything. And I've kind of always been that way. So when I was younger and stuff, I remember because I'm the only one that's half, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of my cousins were like their bodies look like typical Vietnamese kids, right? So they were right. a little bit thinner than me because my dad's side is kind of stockier. Mm-hmm. So like my build is a little bit, is a little bit, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, I'm not like a big person. I'm short. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's not the same. I and I don't want to say like it's the bone structure or whatever, like small bones versus big bones. But no, you have a different body than them. You know. Yeah. So I just have a different body. It looks like the general body structure looks more like my dad's side. It's not like it doesn't look like my Vietnamese side. You know. Yeah, and also like you're. It bothers me. Yeah, I have had the same experiences to you as well. But yeah, also, it's not just like the bone structure. It's like your internals are also different. The way you process things, like foods and drinks and like everything is different than everybody in your family. Exactly. Yeah. But like, because I'm the only half person. So like, obviously, I look bigger compared to everybody on that side. Mm -hmm. So then the adults are just like, you know, you need to lose weight because, like, look at you compared to your cousins. You're fat. But it's, like, yeah. I'm not, like, fat. And I'm definitely not unhealthy. Like, I played a lot of sports. I never ate terrible. Like, I was healthy. I'm just, like, and, you know, like, disclaimer, BMI doesn't, like, tell you anything, honestly. It's super inaccurate to, like, your actual health. Because, like, yeah. 
according to BMI, I am obese, but I know I'm I'm not actually but you're like not, though. And I'm not unhealthy like as a person. Like yeah. I you know exercise every day especially now like during quarantine not gonna lie I've like gotten pretty healthy not that I wasn't healthy before but I've been able to exercise more and eat healthier because I'm we're not like going to noodles and company all the time (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it's just like it's weird because even though I've you can also tell if you see me in person that I've gotten healthier but you know, no matter what, I'm still going to be fat compared to my cousins. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, especially if you have that pressure from a different culture versus like American culture, I guess. Because like, I've never had like anyone who is American call me fat. That like yeah. white American or whatever. No one else who wasn't Asian American has like called me fat. So it's just like when you have those two different standards, it's really hard. Because, like, you can't really control how your body is in that sense. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're being compared to, like, one side versus the other. Yeah. And I'm sure you can relate. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've been called fat. I mean, I still do <laughs> from, like, my Asian side of the family. But it can be damaging to somebody. And I can see why it can be. I just never really took it. Maybe I'm just used to it <laughs> at this point. <laughs> I I think whenever I hear that, I am, like, irritated sometimes. And then other mm-hmm. times I'm like, okay, maybe I should, like, exercise some more. Or I don't know. I'm just I, – I try to make, make it, like, a positive thing. But it's hard mm-hmm. sometimes. It is hard. Yeah. But – I wouldn't call myself fat either. I guess, I mean, I know I've been chubby at times, especially during college. I, like, my weight would go, like, back and forth because I would, like... Oh, yeah, same. Yeah, I would fluctuate so much. Stress, eating. Stress, I would, like, the the way it usually went was, like, I would gain weight when I would go to college, and then when I would come back home for, like, winter or summer breaks, I would lose a lot of weight because I... Well, not a lot. But, like, I would lose, like, Mm -hmm. maybe five or five to, like, seven pounds. And then because I would, like, exercise and then I'd be eating better. But, like, once I went back to college, I would eat, like, shit. (laughs) Not take care of myself very well. I would not go to the gym very often. And Mm. I would... Oh, and then then I got a boyfriend. And then you go out to eat on dates. And then you... It's just tough. And... No, yeah. It that's really hard too. No, this episode isn't really about that, but like that's really hard too because you want to be able to like go on like to keep up with him or her, basically, you know, mm-hmm. whoever your significant other is. You want to keep up with them and go on like dates and stuff, right? And a lot of times, yeah. those dates involve food. And mm-hmm. I made this. Re- I had this realization that I cannot keep up with him. Because he and I do not have the same metabolism. He's very, <laughs> he's a very tall man in his early 20s, you know, and obviously he has like the best metabolism ever. And mm-hmm. then I don't anymore, you know, like that. I had that metabolism when I was like 14 and then it went away. <laughs> See, I never had that. <laughs> and I was the opposite in school. I would go to the gym regularly at school because there was one like, close to my dorm room I wouldn't Ugh, eat the yes. best because like I was limited to what was at 
in the cafeteria so it wasn't mm-hmm. like amazing food that was super healthy because like not gonna lie the healthy options were pretty gross or like literally just yes. salads oh my gosh <laughs> yeah. don't even get me started on the food at my university once I was like <laughs> not living on campus then it was a little bit easier to be healthy like if you could cook in your own kitchen and stuff Mm -hmm. but yeah so I would be the opposite because I would work out a lot like regularly when I was on campus but then I would come home and be lazy and I'd be meeting people catching up with people eating out all the time on the breaks Mm -hmm. so I was kind of the opposite (laughs) yeah that's so interesting it's definitely not ideal though to be to me anyway I wish I could have been con- more consistent with my food and the how much I worked out and stuff. Um, but we did get consistent when we worked together. We were workout buddies at lunch every day. Yeah, we were we were like each other's motivation. Mm-hmm. Maybe we <laughs> we would also be each other's like I don't know what the word is, but we would also like kind of enable each other and go out to eat all the time. <laughs> yeah, like we would be like, yeah, all right, you're working out, so I'm working out, but it's also like, oh, you're eating Let's poutine to today. Bell. I'm also yep. eating poutine today. <laughs> oh my god, ta- Taco Bell, dude, that was our weakness. <laughs> it's so good. Oh, yes, Taco yes, smell. we love Taco Bell. Yes, Taco Smell. Please sponsor us, Taco Bell. <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh my gosh, I w- I think we would actually like. I definitely would gain weight if Taco Bell sponsored us. Yeah, especially since even like they're vegetarian. Even if we went vegetarian, it's not like it's their Dude. beans are still covered in stuff. It's just like beans, rice, cheese. <laughs> oh my god, cheese would make us so like actually gain weight. <laughs> Oh my god, but I love cheese so much. It's like my weakness. (laughs) Anyway. I just wanted to touch on quickly that we know in Asia that it's kind of changing. Like, there's not just, you know, the thin body type that's desirable now, especially because of, like, how prevalent Western media is. There's, like, a small push for, like, more body positivity and that, like, not being very thin but like having curves, I guess, is also desirable. But it's still like very a very small minority kind of opinion. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, it, it's very small. <laughs> I I believe. But I think that also um that's something I wanted to talk about too is body positivity sort of here. Mm, yeah. Especially like that whole thing about Lizzo. <laughs> I think body positivity can get confusing at times here yeah in the United States so what I mean is uh Lizzo she's you know she's a bigger woman right Mm -hmm. than like most people who are like celebrities people were accusing her of promoting obesity because and I disagree with this because she was I disagree with people saying that she was promoting obesity yeah because she said she was happy with herself in her body, basically. So people were saying she was promoting obesity and promoting being unhealthy. She's not, because she's been pretty public about that she, I'm pretty sure I've seen that she does eat healthy. I have seen that. And she obviously is a performer, so she does have to, like, rehearse and keep up with, like, dancing regimens, so she's exercising, basically. So it's not like she lives a completely unhealthy lifestyle. She's not promoting being obese 
she's promoting being happy with where your body is and loving yourself enough to stay healthy, which I think is like what body positivity should be. Mm -hmm. I agree. It's like no matter what size you are currently, you need to embrace that. And if you want to work to being and like embrace that and be healthy. So like if for some reason you can't change your size as long as you're staying healthy, like exercising and eating right and stuff like that, I think then you should, you know, love your body. If you're not happy with your body because you think you can make it better in the sense of like being stronger, you know, being faster, you know, in whatever way you want, you should be working towards that to be happy with your body. But like you shouldn't shame people for their body size or body type because you don't really know and like calling them unhealthy because you you don't know what they do. You also don't know their like medical history and stuff. So yeah, that's making a lot of assumptions that you don't need to be making about Mm -hmm. somebody you don't even know. Mm -hmm. Just be I'm glad she's promoting body positivity and loving yourself no matter Mm -hmm. what what you look like like because it doesn't like we said like weight does not it's not everything actually it doesn't really that number doesn't matter matter, like the most you know yeah the number on the scale doesn't matter because like I don't know if you're there's like a concept called skinny fat where like obviously you don't weigh a lot and you're like a skinny quote-unquote person but basically you don't have any strength or muscles because you eat like shit and you don't work out it's like you're that's just like in. me yeah I that's like me basically I have but no you muscles. do work out yes I do well I've kind of fallen off the wagon ever since I started that one but like, the point is that you're healthy but the, the way they mean is like you eat like literal crap and you don't like do anything ever to try to be healthy but people I've will definitely... like perceive you as healthy because you're thin yeah I've definitely been at like skinny fat though Mm-hmm. Like, probably in college, I definitely was eating like shit, going to cookout all the time. And <laughs> Girl, cookout's so good, though. <laughs> Dude, cookout slaps. But it's not healthy. We're not promoting that as healthy. <laughs> no, but it only slaps at 2 a.m. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude, that's the only time. <laughs> uh, anyway, no, I've definitely been, like, skinny fat where it's like, yeah, I would just eat like shit and I wouldn't work out. I've definitely been there. Um, but mm-hmm. people would perceive me as being skinny because I guess I was, but I wasn't healthy though. You know, like I wouldn't consider that the healthiest time of my life. Yeah. Um, so I think like, and I think this is just a fact, like if we knew each other back then, like we went to the same school and we were friends, right? And we mm-hmm. were living the lifestyles that we did. So back then I weighed more than I do now. But I was like, you know, working out regularly, especially like I would um, also do some upper body. So I was like, I was kind of strong-ish. Not like strong, Mm -hmm. strong, but like, you know, most girls are, it's kind of a stereotype that girls mostly just do cardio or like butt exercises. But I would try to do some upper body stuff. So I was like. Good for you. Yeah. Thank you. (laughs) But like. So let's think about back then where you were saying like you were probably skinny fat, right? Yeah. At that time. And like at that time I was like working out regularly, but like I weighed more than I do now. So even if people saw us together, I think they would perceive you as 
quote unquote like healthier than me yeah even though I I like wasn't but it's because um, of the fact that they perceived you as like quote unquote thin yeah okay I was but like I wasn't it wasn't healthy though you know it's... right exactly but the point is people would perceive you as that just because you were thinner yeah than I probably was you know mm-hmm. so, also another thing I wanted to mention that you brought up you said you were doing some weight training like upper body strength and stuff Mm-hmm. So, another thing I wanted to mention is that muscle weighs more than fat. Mm-hmm. So, it like at a certain point, yes, your weight does not matter. You know, like if you're working out and you're eating healthy, that's good enough. You know, mm-hmm. like that's good in my book. <laughs> you also do need a little bit of fat on your body, and also, ladies, Especially don't listen to people. You need to work out your core and your upper body. As terrible as it feels. Don't just do (laughs) booty and thigh workouts and cardio. Do upper body workouts and don't do them just to lose weight. Do it to be strong so you don't need a man to open the pickle jar for you. Yes. Also, sometimes you need that extra help, though, and that pickle jar won't open. So then get yourself, like, one of those rubber thingies where it helps you open the jar and it, like, grips the jar lid and then you're good to go. Literally. (laughs) Don't need any help. (laughs) independent (laughs) (laughs) but um basically the point was like people don't know if we knew each other back then in that hypothetical situation people don't know our backgrounds so Mm -hmm. like but they would still be they would still probably assume that you were like quote unquote healthier than me at that time Mm -hmm. and like that's the issue a lot of times like you were saying people don't know others medical background Yep. Not even just medical, but just like their yeah. what they do with their life, you know? Yeah. So people just need to basically stop commenting on other people's bodies. <laughs> yes. I mean, I can't believe we have to say that. But also like it can like some of your comments can be really triggering too to others who are suffering from like or recovering from mm-hmm. like eating disorders. So just be mindful of what you're saying to people because it can really hurt them. You don't know what, like we said, you don't know what they've gone through in the past. You don't know their medical history. Just be kind. Even if you think it's a compliment, like you don't know what's going on because I, I kind of have a story about that. There was a time in high school where I was really sick. We, I went to a doctor and everything and no one really knew what happened and it went away eventually. But like, I couldn't, keep anything down in my stomach for like two or three weeks like Mm -hmm. I would literally throw up everything yeah like and it wasn't on purpose I um so it wasn't an ED I just would throw up yeah you just had an illness yeah yeah we couldn't figure out we never figured out really what it was because I was on like probiotics and all that like the doctor prescribed me so much stuff and like the only thing I could eat was like a piece of bread in the morning and that was like that still made me feel ill yeah and I like so basically I would could barely eat for like two or three weeks or I think almost a month or something and I so I lost like 14 pounds very fast in a very unhealthy way and mm-hmm. I was like I was obviously very sick yeah. you know but then I think I saw one of my uncles right while that was hap- right after that happened so like I hadn't gained the weight back or anything and he was like, wow, you look good. Keep doing what you're doing. But he he didn't know I was sick. 
he just saw that I lost weight so and I know he didn't mean it like I know he meant it as a compliment but like that's what I'm saying like exactly he didn't know but that's kind of the point is like he didn't know people yeah Yeah. and it even though he meant well it kind of made me feel like shit because I was like damn did I look bad before yeah like exactly you know and like it was something that was out of my control in a way so it was just that's why I'm like you probably even if you think it's going to be a compliment unless you really know what was happening I don't think it's a good idea to really comment even if people are like losing weight if that's like what you think they should do just don't you know (laughs) yeah I mean you know there's like influencers who like or like you know you've seen like those before and after there's been like a lot during quarantine like people Mm -hmm. you know making some incredible changes in their life and you can Mm -hmm. like visibly see it and in like their body has changed so much um right and for the better, it seems like for them. Mm-hmm. So if somebody like posts something like that, it's just good to say like, oh, great job. You know, if they're mm-hmm. happy with, if it seems like they're right. happy with their body now, you know, but don't mm-hmm. make any comments like, oh, you look good, skinny, or, you know, like that, it, like you said, it implies like, oh, I didn't look good before. Yeah, I have seen those. And I think, I think that is a really good kind of thing about quarantine is um because the lifestyle is kind of a little bit more relaxed especially about commutes and like uh, you have mm-hmm. a little bit more control about what you're eating at home I've seen those like a lot of people have gotten really healthy because they have more time to work out and more time to cook yeah. and like control kind of what they do but I also saw recently there were people posting kind of the opposite ones where they were like they gained weight because you know they were stressed yeah and stuff that's like okay that too. too yeah and that's totally fine yeah, it That's is. That's normal. It's normal and very understandable, you know, in these unprecedented times. <laughs> but I think, um, yeah. but I, I remember I saw people posting those and obviously there weren't as many positive comments or comforting comments, even though it's like a pretty common thing that's been happening for people to gain weight because we're not able to a lot of people aren't able to continue going to gyms if that's what they were doing before yeah. or stuff like that, you know, so, and stress in general. Yeah. And some people have like families that they need to take care of because they're all home 24 seven and exactly. they just don't have the time to themselves as much anymore. Yeah. So, so it's you can okay. see there's still that reaction mm-hmm. towards like, you know, people commenting and then people also commenting when women get strong as like if they you know have visible muscle and they're like oh it looks people comment saying oh it looks manly or it doesn't look good like shut up (laughs) like they're not doing it for you like it's good to be strong yeah if you don't have anything to say like nice to say just don't say it like who asked you if you thought it was attractive or not that's literally what they teach you in like elementary school and people still can't follow that but yes because the world's full of idiots I would like to believe that there are nice people, like the majority of people are nice. I just think a lot of the times the way things are phrased, especially over the internet, since you don't know how it's said, Mm -hmm. it can be taken, like somebody can take offense to that. Yeah, I think it's like, like you said, if you don't have anything nice to say, keep your mouth shut. And just be mindful of how someone might take what you're saying, even if you mean it in a good way. 
it might not be received that way. And don't get defensive if someone tells you something hurt them. Like, even if that wasn't your intention, the point is the way you said it made someone feel bad. So don't get defensive. Yep. You don't know what they've gone through or what they are going through. So just don't. (laughs) Especially about weight. Yeah, and body image. I feel like. Yeah. I feel like that's another thing is like weight is kind of a touchy topic here, but people comment on your weight freely in a lot of other cultures. Like weight is not a taboo thing, I feel like, in the same not way. In, yeah, it definitely isn't. Like it is definitely a touchy subject here, but like like we said in like our cultures it's like commented on pretty frequently, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's not necessarily in a good way (laughs) it's hugely in a negative way from what I've seen yeah I think I I kind of pull from both (laughs) in a sense where like (laughs) I kind of understand the point of what my uh, mom says about eating healthy or like how Vietnamese food can be healthier than what a traditional American quote-unquote diet is because of like there's not so much oil there's like a healthy variety of veggies which you can eat in an American diet like that's you know that's not the point the point I'm saying is like eating healthy is important but yes so taking that from that side on the eating healthy part and then taking from like American culture of like the kind of push towards an athletic build being desirable and like being healthy in the sense of like working out to have like muscle mass as Mm -hmm. opposed to being thin like just thin I think so like taking that from one side and then taking the healthy eating kind of concept not that Americans don't promote healthy eating but uh, I mean, uh. I don't know. A lot of those like food challenges come from the U.S. So America, like, those... yeah. <laughs> I mean, the fast food here, the fast food here alone is awful. It just makes you feel like crap after you eat it, and it's oh my not God, good yeah. for you at all. We talked about that last week too, where like the fast food in Asia is like doesn't make you feel like crap, even if it's not that great for you. Yeah. It it won't make you feel like crap in the same way as here. <laughs> yeah, and it, I think it's healthier. I guess well, it depends. You know, they have McDonald's over there and stuff, but like, mm-hmm. it depends on the fast food that you go to. But I just don't feel like crap after like every meal I eat in Japan. You know, but I <laughs> whenever I go. But, like, when I go out to eat. But, like, when I go out to eat in America, it costs me a lot of money, and then I feel like shit. So, there's no winning. (laughs) I feel the same, though, when I eat Vietnamese food in the sense that, like, I can eat a lot of Vietnamese food and not feel like shit. Like, the only reason I'll feel like shit is because I'm so full. But I won't feel, like, that grossness (laughs) in the same Mm -hmm. way. As, like, if I ate a bunch of, if I ate out at, like, an American-style restaurant. I would feel, yeah. like, bad because I was full and, like, shit because of, like, the food I ate makes my body feel like shit. So it's, like, yeah. it, it's different in that sense of, like, eating healthy. And I don't know why it's like that. And I don't want to say it's because of the oil. but I think it's because America uses more, like, processed foods, honestly. Yeah, that's Because true. Every, everything seems, like, 
manufactured and processed. Well, yeah, I every everything seems like fresher in Japan. Mm-hmm. It like even I don't know. It just seems like fresh food when you eat it. So. I think that's a big factor. It's so expensive to eat fresh yeah, here. It's like bougie. You got to go to like Whole Foods or ugh. Luckily Trader Joe's, which I love, they're not expensive. So, shout out to Trader Joe's sponsor us. Um, <laughs> the pro- yeah, they're not expensive, but in comparison to what you can get from regular big chain grocery stores, it is expensive in that sense. But to mm-hmm. be eating fresh, uh, fresher foods and stuff like that, it from it's there, so it's expensive. not it's not that expensive at Trader Joe's in comparison. No, Whole yeah. Foods is like the devil of being expensive. <laughs> Farmers markets are cool in concept, but they are expensive. Yeah, I mean, it's really yeah. What if we're you're trying, trying to, to feed is, a family, yeah. What we're saying here is like it seems like it's more expensive to be healthier in America than it to be healthy in like it's almost a luxury Asia. to be healthy almost. Yeah, that's why the celebrities are all so fit. They can afford <laughs> the good veggies. They've got a fucking personal chef cooking them <laughs> like organic things that I've never even heard of. <laughs> yeah. And that's and they make I feel like delicious. That is the problem is because yeah. like the mass manufactured food is cheaper than the fresh food. Yeah. Which is so, so it's discourages... like it is almost a luxury to be healthy in like from a food standpoint. Yeah, and it kind of like discourages people from you know, there's not it discourages people from spending so much money on food when they could spend very little of their money on food, you know, like it's mm-hmm. just Especially if they've got, like, multiple mouths to feed within their household, you know. Mm -hmm. It's just not very encouraging. Yeah, it's it's a very different lifestyle because I know in, at least from what my mom told me in Vietnam and when I was in China, it's what you do is you basically go to the market every day to get fresh food for that day or the next day. Yeah, that's what we do too. Yeah, and that's your grocery shopping is you get fresh. every day stuff from local people every day but that's not really possible here unless you like can go around visiting people's farms in different farmers markets every day and you know have time to do that and work and cook every day yeah because you'd have to go out of your way to do it basically it's just it's easier to be healthy in Asia I feel like yeah and I think it's even encouraged more Mm-hmm. to eat healthier maybe they have healthier dishes too that they make you know in general like at home and stuff I know a lot of people in the U.S. kind of I from like an outsider perspective of someone who's not Japanese a lot of people are like oh Japanese people eat so healthy because they have like this stereotypical idea of what Japanese people eat for breakfast and like drinking matcha um to be <laughs> wait like, what do healthy. people think what do they, people think that we eat for breakfast? Yeah, like a bowl of miso soup and like a tiny bit of rice and like a tiny bit of fish or like a tiny bit of tofu. Like, I mm-hmm. I remember like they think that and it's like that, and I think like the stereotypical school lunches are also kind of an indicator that people think that the diet 
in Japan is very like quote unquote you know healthy yeah but the thing is is like they have like a really mystified idea of it that like they think it's so different and that's the reason why (laughs) people are like healthy or skinny or whatever um Um, it's really weird (laughs) no no I know what you mean I well yeah people do eat miso soup and rice for breakfast sometimes sometimes they eat it for lunch I would mm-hmm. say, like, we usually eat a piece of bread for breakfast with butter on it, or, like, a pastry. The uh, um, anime girl running with the toast in her mouth to school. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that kind of vibe. <laughs> but I'm not, okay, well, I want to clear one thing up. I'm not saying, like, Japan doesn't have any, like, unhealthy, or they only have healthy foods, you know, like, mm-hmm. they... They love fried food over there. We have, like, a bunch of things that are fried. Um, mm-hmm. And that's not really the healthiest thing. But I obviously we're not, like, dietitians or, like, food experts. But I really do think, like, the processed foods and, like, the cost of food really affects how people eat as a yeah. society. Mm-hmm. Like we were saying, the access to, like, fresh food every day, that fresh, cheap food every day that you Mm -hmm. can get is like way easy it's way easier to get that stuff than to go out of your way and get like mcdonald's over there (laughs) yeah but here it's you know it's cheaper to get a 20 piece nugget meal for like two or three people than it is to go buy enough fresh ingredients for three people you know to make yeah yeah it's hard exactly it's tough yeah it takes a lot of self-discipline really because well at least for me anyway I know some people it's easier than others but it's hard like I really love going out to eat (laughs) oh I have no willpower (laughs) like if you put sweets in front of me I will eat them like you don't have to tell me anything like just put them down before you even say do you want this I will like (laughs) I will take it and say thank you (laughs) (laughs) yeah Like, I have no, like, resistance or willpower when it comes to food. Yeah. Well, for me, sweets, I can, like, resist. I'm like, nah. But that's just because I'm, like, I've spoken about this. I'm weird and I don't like sweets very much. (laughs) But, like, anything, like, savory or, like, a meal, I'm there. (laughs) It's so hard. I wish I could say no. I feel like it's easier for some people than it is for for others. Mm Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, that's okay. It's just you gotta learn, I guess. Yeah, and exercise. It's important to exercise too. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Final thoughts. Oh, final thoughts. Yes, I'm definitely one of those girls who just does cardio. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Which is good. Your heart is also a muscle that needs to be healthy. Yes, it, it's better I than really... nothing. I do like running a lot, um, mm-hmm. and I think that's really good for your body overall. So yes. I don't know; it's not the worst thing. I definitely cannot deny I need to do some more upper body strength because I do not have any. I've never worked those muscles, never built them at all. You can get um, you can get those little wrist weights, like two pound wrist yeah. weights. So, like, when you're running, you'll have, like, some weight resistance in your upper body. If you're yeah, just, that's a like, good idea. Cause that's, like, the easiest thing you can do. Because I hate, I hate running. I hate working. <laughs> Honestly, I hate working out in general. Not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. I, I absolutely it's... hate it. Um, a lot of my exercise yeah. nowadays comes from walking. 
so I walk like three to four miles a day and I'll put on the weights sometimes and like do kind of weird arm movements while I'm walking so I look like those old Asian grandmas doing like the weird (laughs) arm workouts but like with the weights so it's like you know some uh, resistance and stuff there that's like the easiest thing you can do yeah I think if you like running (laughs) yeah I do like running a lot so maybe I should do that put them on my my wrists another thing I probably need to do is like work out my core muscles I uh, which is really hard I need to do that too I'm really bad about core it's it's hard it's really hard I really wish it's hard and it hurts (laughs) yeah that's like one thing I really like I've never had is a good like I like a nice looking stomach and I really really want one that looks nice like toned (laughs) (laughs) but I've never had that like I'm pretty okay with everything else about myself but that is one thing I want to change and of course that's like the hardest thing (laughs) yeah core is literally the hardest yeah it's so tough yeah I'm gonna try to do like various core exercises like planks oh gosh those are the worst I hate planks, but they're like the best thing you can do for your core, apparently. So <laughs> that's great. <laughs> <laughs> but there's like other fun ones too that like my friend has taught me because mm-hmm. she used to do. She used to be on like the rowing team at like her high school and stuff. Oh, I, I so low-key love the rowing machines in gyms. Nah, kind of I can't. I can't do that. I can't oh. do the machine. I have to. I, oh yeah, we should talk about like our favorite exercises. That would be really cool. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I like running. I prefer to run outside, but most of the time I just run on the treadmill. I really like the elliptical. I wish we had one at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I could go on that thing for like hours. Uh, stairmaster. That thing, I don't know. I've seen so many girls just go on that thing and they go for like a good 30 minutes. I can only do like 10 and it like burns. <laughs> it's hard. I don't know if yeah. you've ever tried that, but no, it's like tough. It's, oh gosh, I can't yeah. do it for more than 10 minutes. I also like the elliptical a lot. That's what we would do when we worked out together, we'd be on the yeah. ellipticals next to each other. Exactly. I would do the Stairmaster for, like, 10 minutes and then give up because I would be, like, gross and sweaty. Yeah. I used to do that in the dorms when I didn't, which is, like, a good exercise, by the way, for people that, like, can't get to the gym on campus or if your gym is too far. uh, You can just go up and down the stairwell in your dorm. Yeah, that's a great way of exercise. It's a good cardio workout. Yeah, that's what I would do when I it was, like, a cardio day for me back then. And I could if I couldn't get to a, a... if the gym was too far, if it was too cold to go, because that was when I was in school in New York. Uh, mm-hmm. If it was too cold for me to go to the gym, um, I would work out in the stairwell. So, like, you sound like a maniac running up and down the stairs. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I also do like the rowing machine a lot. That that was my go-to if I wanted to work out my core and upper body mm-hmm. was the rowing machine. Because for me, that was, like, pretty easy, I think. Some of the other machines are kind of intimidating for me. Oh, yeah, same. In the sense of, like, you know, like, bicep or tricep stuff. So I liked the rowing stuff because that works out, like, your back, 
your arms and your core for the most part. Mm-hmm. I like leg presses. I like the uh, bad girl, good girl machine, which is a... <laughs> yeah, I know <laughs> what you're talking one, about. The one that you put your thighs, like, and you either move them inwards or outwards where you flip the pads around <laughs> with the resistance. So the that's the bad girl, good girl machine. I think it's the actual name is like the adductor, ad, like the adductor muscles in your legs and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I haven't those, tried those any like of my these. Go-to. Mm -hmm. I haven't tried, like, I don't really try those machines because I am intimidated by them. Yeah. See, if I don't go to a gym, (laughs) I, like, won't work out those, any of those muscles at all because I hate crunches. I hate planks. I hate the, all those things. So No, I hate them. (laughs) I, like, I literally hate all those kinds of exercises. So, like, for me, seeing, being in the gym and seeing the machines, like, kind of motivates me in a way to actually work out which is like weird I know a lot of people are really good about like working out at home I'm not so like I miss kind of going to a gym I do miss going to the gym too Um, I don't like seeing gym bros but like I enjoy having access to machines (laughs) I hate seeing gym bros But I do, like, it. I seeing people there working out also kind of motivates me, too, though, because I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I want to be fit, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I really need to tone down on the cardio, probably, and just, like, well, not tone down, but, like, also focus on my upper body strength, because I just, I do, I just do cardio, pretty much. That's all I really do. It's okay. It's better than nothing. Yeah, no, it's good. It's kept me, like, fit. You know, but oh, and some Chloe Ting wor- workouts too. <laughs> oh my god, I hate her ab challenge. I watched it I... for like five minutes and then I was like, no, I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> I like her. Okay, this one video I really liked and it actually like changed my thighs. I, I like that I'm all right with my thighs, but like I didn't really like them a lot very much before because. I like gained weight and there wasn't very much shape to them. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I, I want to get rid of like some of my inner thigh fat because I didn't really have a lot on the outside, but I had some on the inside mm-hmm. and like her, she has like this 16 minute thigh workout. That's like great. It's pretty easy to do too. Mm-hmm. So like, you you know, like so- how sometimes there's like a, she like, I'm sure it's not just her, but there's, like, some exercises where you're, like, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to do that, you know? Mm -hmm. But, like, this one was, like, really easy. And it's pretty good. It gets you sweating. If if anybody out there wants to work on their thighs, I recommend. It's fun. Yeah, Uh, I like uh, Chloe Ting. (laughs) I like Chloe Ting. I like uh, Blogilates, Cassie Ho. She's pretty cool. Some Mm -hmm. easy home workouts. Yeah. Oh, yoga is also really good too. Makes you really flexible. You don't like yoga? I am a very unbalanced person. I know the fix for that is actually doing yoga, but like (laughs) getting over that and starting yoga is hard. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, it's fine when you take a yoga class. Honestly, Uh, I I took one when I went to my university, and it was so much fun. But it, honestly, it really made me more flexible. I've never been like able to, I don't know, like I've 
I've never really been flexible, maybe because I am mm-hmm. a runner and I like to run a lot. So mm-hmm. you're not really going to be flexible because you're like your hips are just moving like back and forth because, you know, you're not doing much more mm-hmm. than that. But like I was able to like stretch my legs out more and like it's kind of hard for me to like touch my toes when I stretch. So I was finally able to do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe because my legs are longer than my upper body also because <laughs> I literally have no torso <laughs> see I'm the opposite I have a really long torso and short legs so I never had a problem <laughs> touching my toes but like I'm generally not that flexible I yeah my joints are like grandma joints <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know, if you know but, but I've, I've been through physical therapy because I had like a nerve issue in one of my hips Oh my god, what? Yeah, yeah. so, like, my body is, that's why, like, I kind of, like, uh, encourage working out, even though I'm, like, kind of bad at keeping up with it, is because I have, like, a frail grandma body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so everybody needs to work out and stay healthy. Uh, don't let your joints and hip problems deter you. <laughs> Yes. Swimming. Oh, also swimming is probably like the best thing overall. If you want to get rid of like any fat and build muscle for like your entire body, swimming mm-hmm. is the best thing. I unfortunately, oh, and it's easy on your joints. Yes. That's another thing. Cause it's some people have like bad knees, you know, and they can't run. Mm-hmm. So yeah, swimming is probably like one of the best exercises you can do. I unfortunately have an issue with chlorine where I am like, I'm not allergic to it, but I'm like sensitive to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have to be careful about swimming in pools. So I mm-hmm. just stay away from that shit. <laughs> you need your own personal pool that doesn't require so much chlorine because you're the only person in it. Yeah, that would be nice if I could, like, regulate it, because if there's too much chlorine in it, then I'm going to get, like, weird red splotches on my back, Mm -hmm. and it's not cool to look at. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, swimming, I recommend. Yeah, swimming's pretty good. I wish we lived in a climate that allowed more swimming. Yeah, and, like, going to the beach. (laughs) I'm not, like, a huge fan of the beach. (gasps) I'm so upset I love the beach I don't like hot weather okay well I don't like (laughs) sand all in my stuff and on my body I don't like the sticky salt water Uh, I don't like being around other smelly people in the smell of sunscreen Well, we hate people, so... Yeah, I know. (laughs) And I don't like the seagulls chasing me for my french fries. Oh my god, yeah, they can be aggressive. You know, I hate birds. I hate to say this, but I also don't, but I hate birds. And (laughs) I've got another story about birds for a later episode, but anyway, I do not like them. Especially the pigeons, especially in New York City, because they are not afraid and they come right up to you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know. I like I understand the appeal and like the idea of the beach, 
But then once mm-hmm. I'm actually there, I do not enjoy myself. So I kind of just don't really go anymore. Wait, what beaches? Okay, what beaches have you been to though? I've been to quite a few different beaches in Florida, both uh-huh. crowded and not crowded. Uh, I've been to one. Oh my in... gosh! No, I just thought of Florida. <laughs> no, I, I, I've just yeah, I have a bad yeah. experience with Florida. <laughs> I've been to uh. Virginia Beach, Ocean City, Rehoboth. Ooh. Pretty sure I've been to a couple. I think I've been to Hilton Head in the Carolinas. I heard that's pretty. Yeah, it is pretty. Like, I do like the idea of a beach. Mm -hmm. But once I'm there, I'm kind of like, I don't want sand all up in my stuff. Like, my physical stuff and on my skin. I don't like having to prepare to go there. Like, you have to pack so much stuff. And then setting mm-hmm. up is annoying. Breaking everything down is annoying. Like, <laughs> I, like mm-hmm. I like the idea of, like, relaxing on a beach and stuff. But then once I'm actually there, I don't, I never really have, like, the best time. Oh, so no. that's why I'm kind of, like, eh. and I've tried, like, many different beaches. And it's just not for me, I feel like. Mm, yeah, it's. I guess it's not for everyone. I'm so sad though. <laughs> I'd rather uh, be inside, like an oceanfront apartment or something, and looking what? at it. Like that's <laughs> fine. Like I can see the relaxing waves, and that's good. Mm, that is like it. That's a fun experience too. No, I mean I gotta. I gotta take you to Hawaii. <laughs> oh, I've been to Hawaii when I was like. You eight. have. Yeah. Do you remember it? Yeah. Which where which island did you go to? The big one. My the big island was there. Yeah. Mm. Well, you need to go to you need to go to a different island too then. Cuz <laughs> I really I I I guess cuz I just really enjoy beaches, but I think it's like I I think Waikiki Beach is so beautiful and it's just it's not relaxing because it can be, but there's like a lot of tourists there though, because mm-hmm. it's on Oahu. Mm-hmm. But oh my god, I just love the beach. I could live <laughs> by the beach. I want to. Like that's my dream. <laughs> but I also you... love the mountains. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> you can't have both. They're, those are very. Yes, opposite. I can. No, you can <laughs> definitely. You've never been to Japan, obviously, where it's oh, that's like mountain true. and like ocean. Yeah. In America, it's not really going to happen, but <laughs> but in other parts of the world, I'm sure. Yeah, that's true. I'm definitely not really a lake kind of girl. I'm kind of afraid of, like, fleshing bacteria ever since that's became a thing. <laughs> and, like, I feel like a lot of times people have been, like, in lakes or, like, still bodies of water, you know? Which I guess that's, is a lake. That's one of my <laughs> biggest fears is um parasites. <laughs> Those are like like I'm so I'm more terrified about parasites than I should be. Like 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 everyone like, has a healthy fear of parasites, right? But like yeah. my fear is feels more imminent than other people. Like I'm worried <laughs> about them more than I should be. <laughs> 
but so That's I so understand. Funny. I don't like the idea of swimming in a lake. Um, yeah, lakes are pretty to be at, but like I don't think yeah. I would ever really want to go in more than like putting my feet in. Like my feet would no. be enough. I don't even want to do that. <laughs> I, like a river, fine. That's different. You know, shit's going through quick. But <laughs> wait. <laughs> A lake, it scares me because I feel like the the articles I've seen on people getting flushing bacteria, it's from like a still body of water and I'm mm-hmm. not like comfortable with that. See, um, rivers scare me because they're moving though too. Well, yeah, no shit. I mean, like there's like certain <laughs> rivers that are like super fast, you know, uh-huh. where you're like, yeah, I don't want to go in that because I'm going to die and get uh-huh. like swept downstream and then it's going to hit like a waterfall and then you know you're not going to be seen again (laughs) no but I mean like okay I mean like rivers that are like you know they're flowing but like you can cross it like Mm -hmm. you're hiking and like you take off your boots and you put on your like whatever chacos and your water shoes (laughs) and then you could cross it (laughs) that's like that's what I bet (laughs) Uh, how did we get here from a uh, body image and eating disorders <laughs> <laughs> to oh. um, rivers and lakes, <laughs> various oh. bodies of water? <laughs> it's okay. We can have our listeners learn more about us. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I guess we should okay. go ahead and thank you all for listening. Yes. We are... <laughs> available anywhere you guys stream podcasts and on youtube we post every other wednesday now at 9 a.m eastern we forgot to say that last week we did not see you the next week so it's every two wednesdays now (laughs) Mm -hmm. yes we forgot to announce that (laughs) but yeah here it is now (laughs) yeah you still get to listen to us. All right. Thank you, guys. And we'll see you in two weeks. Bye.